Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. You guys, it's Rick Tittle. Thank you for that, and welcome to another live edition of Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. I'm Rick Tittle. That's kind of fitting. The show is says with me, so I kind of has to be with me. Or, I don't know. What do you think? Let's just talk some sports. This is why the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network was founded. Yeah, that's right. Founded like a state or a country or a castle. Back in uh, the late 80s, it's because we... <clears throat> kind of just wanted to talk sports. This show has gone through a couple different <laughs> incarnations, if you like, over almost 20 years now from the early days of Sirius Satellite Radio where there was literally no sports talk. You got to understand when the Sirius Satellite uh, <clears throat> rockets launched in Kazakhstan, I actually watched that on a computer here, posted stamp size little video XM was behind and then XM got ahead but anyway terrestrial radio they said don't help satellite radio they're the enemy they will kill us now everybody's friends but we said we'll give you content and they're like all right well we have dozens of channels with nothing on them and so (laughs) it was all hands on deck and my show goes to go sports talk a lot of comedy bits I would put in. Then uh, going to Extra Sports 860, simulcast over the years. And now I throw a little entertainment in there. I mean, on Tuesdays we do the sales sport. We'll do that in the first hour. We also today have Dr. Kenneth Moritz, the former United States Surgeon General. And uh, a little less than an hour and a half we'll have Frank Stallone as well. Rocky! Rocky's brother. He's had a pretty good career himself. But the lines are available 1-800-878-PLAY. Coast to coast. Around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Uh, that's my biggest honor to be on AFN. Because I'm a fan of all the United States military. So come on back and let's do this. 
If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now pros bring something extra to every job now at the home depot they also get something extra pro extra our free loyalty program built for pros just like you members earn perks with every dollar spent like pro extra dollars a tool rental credit and more new members get 20 dollars off their next in-store purchase of 200 or more just for signing up learn more at homedepot.com slash pro extra new year more rewards pro extra only at the home depot how doers get more done. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you own a timeshare but can't use it because of travel restrictions, a change in life circumstances, or perhaps you can no longer afford the monthly payments or annual maintenance fees? If you feel stuck or you just need to get out of your timeshare, Newton Group is here for you. They are the nation's oldest timeshare relief company, which means you can trust them. Read the reviews. They have an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, 4.7 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot and a proven track record to legally relieve you from the financial burden of your timeshare. Getting out of your timeshare can be tricky business. So it's important you go with a company you can trust, and nobody, I mean nobody, has more experience than the experts at Newton Group. For your free consultation and your free consumer's guide to timeshare exit, call 877-WE-DO-EXIT. That's 877-WE-DO-EXIT. Why pay for something you aren't even using? Give us a call at 877-WE-DO-EXIT or visit newtonexit.com today. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome, he's a genius. Hey, thank you so much and welcome back to the show. As I mentioned, what we do on Tuesdays in the first hour is we check in with our friend Karen Lyle and she co-hosts the segment with me from salesporttalk.com. Coming up in the next segment for a couple segments, we'll have her and our friend Christopher Kane, uh, who is our America's Cup aficionado, and we'll check in with what's going on in New Zealand as they prep 
for the biggest uh, sailing race on the planet. We'll also talk about how the New York Mets, despite all the good vibes of having a new owner and getting a couple of free agents and making the fantastic trade for Francisco Lindor, they also find themselves in this weird scenario where in the space of about 12 months now, they have hired a manager who never got to manage, Carlos Beltran, and they have hired a general manager who never got to be a GM during a season as they fired him today for sending some unsolicited uh, sexual messages to a female reporter some five years ago. So we'll get into that, but just remember, um, everything has a paper trail now, and some of it, I think, is ridiculous. You know, the I think the the kid that was drafted by, was it the Avalanche? I forgot what NHL team, but they found out that in junior high he teased somebody, and so they they took away his uh, his contract. I mean, the fact that you have to live a perfect life, even in your past, is one of the most embarrassingly stupid things in our time right now. But this doesn't count as that. If you send... Uh, if you harass a woman like that, uh, <clears throat> you're too, first of all, you're too much of a freak. Second of all, you represent the face of the franchise. You can't have somebody like that in your franchise. So I get it. That guy had to go. His name is Jared Porter, by the way. We'll talk about that. But I want to talk, talk about <clears throat> a great NBA game last night, which I didn't get to see the end. Because I gave up on it. I had already parked my behind in front of a three-hour Sharks game against the Blues in St. Louis. And it was the first time in between the pipes for the Sharks' new goalie, Devin Dubnik. And I didn't really understand how big this guy is. He was such an absolute monster. Usually goalies aren't that tall. I mean, Martin Jones, <clears throat> I think is 6'3", and he looks really tall. This guy was... Uh, he looked like Richard Keel, you know, Jaws in some of the James Bond movies, Moonraker, etc. And I looked it up. He's six six, but <clears throat> a first period where the Sharks got out to two nothing at the first interval, and Dubnik hadn't given up any goals. And I thought, wow, this is looking really good. And then in the second period, he gave up four. And then he gave up another one, and the Sharks lost 5-4. to And I was thinking about two years ago when I thought the Sharks were going to win the Stanley Cup. They had that massive break. I was at the game at the Shark Tank when they got the five-minute major against Vegas, and the Sharks scored four goals during that five-minute major. Uh, And then they went on, and they won on a horrible call, but a real call, a true call against the Avalanche when Gabriel Landeskog didn't have his skate off the blue line, so it was technically too many men on the ice. You also uh, look at that St. Louis series and the conference finals of Final Four, where Timo Meyer basically threw the puck into the net to win the game. The replay showed it, but the NHL had a dumb rule, which they've since changed because of this, where when it comes to uh, a hand pass... Uh, or even a hand shot, because remember in hockey, you can't pass the ball with the hand, the puck with your hand, the ball. You can't even close your hand around it. 
you can kind of stop it, cup it in your hand, and then immediately place it in front of you. You can't even flick it. It just has to be catch it, put it right in front of your – it has to be in one motion. And so the rule was <clears throat> the refs, if they don't see it live, it's not a reviewable play. And, Saint Lu- and then I thought, you know, the Sharks now have had three breaks. This is their year. It wasn't in St. Louis. So it was a bit disappointing to see the Sharks lose. But right around, <clears throat> excuse me, about 10 minutes left in the Sharks game, the Warriors were on. And the Warriors were getting beat down by the Lakers. The Lakers, who already have 11 wins and rings that are still very shiny, a uh, perfect 7-0 and road record. But the Lakers now at home are only 4-4. Four and four. They're a 500 team, and it was a pretty forgettable f- performance for them at the end. Both LeBron James and Anthony Davis posted identical 6-for-16 six shooting. The whole team, 16 turnovers. But <clears throat> the, uh, the Warriors uh, just wouldn't let up. And it was mostly because of a guy you may have heard of named Steph Curry. Old Reliable. But there's one thing I think that the Lakers were kind of counting on. The, for some reason, teams playing the Lakers were shooting 35% from three-point land. And that's the lowest in the NBA. And so I think you could say, well, the Lakers were relying on a lot of teams to just miss shots. I'm like, well, that's a little bit simplistic. That's true. But <clears throat> the Warriors got behind by 19 in this game. Remember, they were down by 22 to the other L.A. team, the Clippers, not long ago and won that game. But the starting five of Curry, Green, Wiggins, Wiseman, and Oubre, they got outscored by 45 points, which means that the starting lineup right now, uh, well, I should say, against the Lakers last night, stunk. So people will say, well, you, you know, Kerr switched Oubre with Wiggins sometimes. Uh, Damian Lee getting a little more juice, being in the starting lineup. That could be something. I, I don't think that's the answer. But they're playing the Lakers. That's <laughs> what it was. But <clears throat> I think if you're looking for one play that really encapsulated the Lakers' loss, there was a play right before a halftime. And the Lakers forced a turnover. And there was a four-on-one opportunity. And instead of just laying it in, it got kicked out to Dennis Schroeder. By the way, there's no language in the world where that name is Schroeder, but whatever. Call yourself whatever you want. I can't do it. They kick the ball out to Dennis Schroeder, and he clanks a three. And it's like, oh, who cared? Because Anthony Davis grabbed grabbed the rebound, he got fouled, and he hit both foul shots. But... For me, what this was, you could say, well, it's just the confidence in knowing that if the guy misses the three, that's three on one under the rim to get the rebound, which they got. But just the body language, and I've watched it my whole life, mostly with my Warriors for the better part of 40 years, it's just lethargy. The Lakers were up so big, they knew they were just going to have to walk their way through the rest of this game. And my favorite play of the whole game came a um, little bit less than a uh, little bit over a minute. It was like a minute seven, I guess. And uh, Curry inbounds the ball to Dre. 
Dre hands it right back to him. Curry steps up to the three-point line. He's got a guy in his face. So he takes not one, he takes two steps behind the three-point line. And then just, you know, with his little wrists, just flicks it up effortlessly, all net switch. That is an undefendable shot. I don't care. You take the greatest defensive player in NBA history. You can take Wilt Chamberlain in Michael Jordan's body. <laughs> and if a guy steps, you're on him, and he immediately steps two steps back behind the three-point line, What you can't guard that. So anyway, it was, uh, I didn't see it because I gave up on the game. And then I had to sort of go back later and watch it. But the Warriors have a lot of fight in them this year. And I really wasn't expecting it. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. We'll get out on the bay with some sailing with Karen Lyle and Christopher Kane on the other side. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down, 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. 
Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. All right, thank you for that, uh, crisscross applesauce. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast around the world on AFN. And as I mentioned, Tuesday, first hour, we check in uh, with the uh, co-host of the SalesportTalk.com segment, Karen Lyle. And uh, Karen, we're going to be joined by our friend Christopher Kane in uh, just a minute. But uh, 45 days, 9 hours, 33 minutes and 33 seconds until the America's Cup begins. Uh, can you wait that long? Well, you know, we have, I, I might be there. It's possible. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Things are, things, we're just waiting. But I, we've got to talk about the product cup that just happened because the American Magic Team boat capsized in the middle of the third race. It was very dramatic. Um, and, 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 uh, and it almost sank. Yeah, the American Magic. By the way, I'm looking at the results. I saw a DNF, and as we know in sports, that means did, did not finish. But in this product cup, the Ineos team, which is, of course, from the United Kingdom, they have four wins, zero losses. The Luna Rosa Prada Pirelli team, which is, of course, from Italia, they have two wins and two losses. And here's our New York Yacht Club American Magic, 0-4 and, and almost sank. What what does this mean for our chances, Karen? Well, actually, just to give you a little bit of the story. <laughs> so, um, as as you remember, when Christopher and I and you were talking last time about the um, the last races prior to this uh, in the America's Cup series, um, Ineos had a zero wins. They didn't do anything in um, in winning any of the races, and um, American Magic was. Um, the second in contending against the defender of the cup, um, which meant that they were the hopeful for, you know, for, for how things were coming along. So in this particular, um, in the product cup that just started last week, um, the, the Ineos team really came up and they were winning the first two races. Now in this last one, the way these matches work is that there's two boats matching against each other each time and they total points. And there's a series of races over a period of four weeks that we're in the middle of right now in Auckland, New Zealand. And um, so what happened was in the race between uh, the the Luna Rossa product team, product, uh, the Luna Rossa Italian boat, and the American Magic American boat, um, the Americans were ahead and. As they were rounding a mark, which is going around the corner, there was a gust of wind that went from about 18 knots to 24 knots in three seconds. And they were maxed out on their travel, and I can explain that in a minute. Um, and the the boat lifted up out of the air with, with, the, with the wind and then basically crashed down on its side and, um, and capsized, which means that the, the, the mass fell into the water. And um, and then that was just the beginning of the story. 
Let's bring in our friend Christopher Kane, our America's Cup aficionado. And Christopher, before we get into why American magic isn't that magical so far, <laughs> um, and remember, I am the neophyte here. Is this product club cup that's going on is this the qualifying tournament to see who will get to uh, race against new zealand or is this just a preliminary warm-up cup this is it we're, we're out of preseason um so you know, again as we've mentioned on chess past the the setup for the america's cup is a little strange new zealand as the defender is already into the super bowl if you will they're already into uh the final race set of races and everyone else has to go through postseason so that's what we're seeing right now is we're seeing Prada and um, American Magic and the British fight for who is going to challenge New Zealand. So so this is the real. Um, and, and I know it was uh, depressing to watch the American boat go over and then almost sink. Um, but it's important to point out, too, that they're going to benefit from the fact that there aren't – other syndicates. So originally there were supposed to be five, possibly six syndicates challenging for the America's Cup, and we're down to three. But they wrote the rules when they were expecting it to be five, possibly six. So the way the finals work is at the end of this series, so there's 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 two more series after this series. After this series, the top boat goes into the Product Cup final, and the second and third boat fight it out for who is going to challenge that top boat. So they'll fight it out, and then the winner of that will go against the, 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 the winner of the product cup, and the winner of that will go into the America's Cup. Now, that means that since, according to that machinery, three boats will make it into the next series, and there only are three boats, uh, America Magic is going to go through to the next series. And you know, in, in America's Cup Pass... What they've done is they've had sort of rolling point scores where you carry points over from one series to the next. And as a result, you had boats that that came on strong late but were in such a deficit from lack of points from the earlier races that they couldn't catch up. That is not the case here. So as, as much as this was horrible and as much as American Magic has already decided they're going to miss the next set of races this weekend, it doesn't matter. They're into the next series because there's only three syndicates. Okay, well then, how boneheaded is it to let this happen, as Karen said? Is this something where it's humiliating, or is it just the way these ships are designed now, they get airborne, and, and this just shows uh, that uh, you know it's just one of those things? Or is this a, humili a humiliation, and we might as well stay home right now? It's a combination of both. I mean, Karen and I said before this started, if you, if you go back to the show we did before the product up started, we said that one of these boats is going to crash. We we saw it coming. These are brand new boats. And again, as we say, not just brand new boats to the America's Cup, brand new boats, period. No one has ever sailed these boats before. So the idea we we're going to get to the product up without a crash, it wasn't going to happen. Um, unfortunately, it happened to us. That being said, there are a lot of questions being thrown around. And as Karen pointed out earlier, they were going around the the second to last turning point in the course. So they were they were going around and heading up to the finals. They were heading to the finish line, and the winds had been puffy all day long, and they did one of the most difficult maneuvers there is to do in sailing. And a lot of questions are, why did you do that going into the last leg of a race where you had a 600-meter lead? 
why did you go for that complicated of a maneuver? Um, it's a maneuver that you only do if you're behind. It's a Hail Mary. Uh, we talk about if you're the boat behind the lead boat, you don't want to keep following them around the course. You want to split the course. You want to go in an opposite direction, hope you get different wind. You you do things like that maneuver to force a split when you're behind. It's a very tough maneuver to do in the best case scenario. And why you do it with that big of a lead, I don't know. And, and that is a question a lot of people have had is, is, you know, I hate to bring back San Francisco again, as we seem to do, but let's point out this was Dean Barker versus Jimmy Spithill. Jimmy Spithill in San Francisco was driving the American boat. Dean Barker was driving the Kiwi boat. And Jimmy Spithill came back and did one of the greatest comebacks in sports history. And it just feels like every time Dean Barker races Jimmy, regardless of what boat he's in, he does something silly, like he's got to make up for San Francisco. I think if it had been uh, the British boat, maybe they don't do it. It just felt like Dean Barker trying to make a point uh, because it was a needlessly complicated maneuver. You know, Christopher, I I, I feel as though um, that this is something, when you have a new design like this, too. I mean, of course the racers are going to push it to the max. And I, I don't really, I don't look at American Magic and say, oh, this was a terrible, terrible thing they did. I mean, they were they were actually just right there, just sailing right against it. But they didn't really, you know, there was no room for error. Right. That was the problem. That's the problem. And, so, and why do you do a maneuver that you're cutting it that close when you have that much of a lead? Well, I listened. I listened to um, you know. I, I I listened to what Terry had to say about about um, the whole incident and and how you know how they they've analyzed and and looked at and looked at looked at the film and you know just kind of looking at all the different issues. Um, I'm not sure that there's a complete consensus on why the boat capsized, except for that if it lands and when it lifts up in the air like that because it just took flight um, and it crashed back to the water, if it had landed on its bottom instead of on its side, it would have, they would have been able to recover and get out of it. But because it landed on its side, which is much weaker, it's not strengthened um, in the same way that the, the bottom is, I mean, it actually ended up with a, a huge hole. And then what we had after that was, um, was water coming in, the boat almost sinking to the bottom, which we can, I, I realize we're, we're close to the end of our, our time here, but we can talk more about that in our, in our next segment. Yeah. And we can talk yeah. about the Kiwis, who who were amazing. Yeah, and just we got about twenty seconds here, Christopher. What is the bilge pump situation, or is that too much weight, and they don't have that? Yeah, they have to they have to bring those in and put those on the boat because you know during normal racing you're going to bring in a little water, but um, not to the to Karen's point, not not to the level of water that hole was was bringing in. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, when we come back from commercial break, we'll talk about the Kiwis because the reality is they saved the day. If, well, does anybody ever say, sit down, sit down, sit down, you're rocking the boat? Does anybody ever sing that? <laughs> Not if you want to get back on the boat. <laughs> All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come on back on Sports Byline, Rick Tittle, Christopher Kane, and, of course, Karen Lyle, a little more salesporttalk.com about the America's Cup. Come on back.
is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk, and we are following the sailors of the Vondi Globe. Charlie Dallin is still in the lead. Hello, it's Charlie. Uh, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm happy I managed to get 150 miles on Yannick in three days. I'm really happy to, to have taken the lead. The cold front, a semi-permanent cold front, uh, extending from Cabo Frio to the southeast, played a, a major role uh, on this, and it's still playing a role. To me, I've been through the, the, the front, and now I'm in a very unstable area of wind, and it will keep will stay unstable for the next 24 hours. So even though I have a small lead on the others, I think we'll be able to to really know who's done the best work, who's done the best job in 24 hours. So it's going to be a, a long day of work, uh, of uh, sail trimming and and, wor- and working on uh, on boat speed and, and angles uh, to to reach the the stable. Uh, the stable wind area the fastest. I knew I was going to catch on Yannick, but I didn't know I would catch this much. Uh, so it's a, it's a good news. Uh, but once again, uh, you know, it's not it's not uh, it's not over. Uh, really see how's you know who's, uh, who's standing, what the standings are in uh, in in 24 hours. Miranda Marin just passed Cape Horn, and this was her report just as she was approaching. Uh, I'm in a northwesterly airflow. I have uh, just under 800 miles to go to Cape Horn, and uh, it's a little bit difficult to know what sails put up because uh, the breeze is building and uh, there's no point breaking anything now. Um, So I'm being a little bit conservative um, and it's going to get windier for a while before it gets much, uh, the wind goes into the west and then gets quite light. It'll be quite nice. Uh, For now, it looks like uh, we'll be going quite close to Cape Horn, um, but uh, that could change. And it's been extremely cold it's been really cold the last three days. It's the coldest I've been this whole race. Um, I'm not cold myself because I'm well dressed, but uh, every time I maneuver on deck, every time I'm on deck, my hands are frozen, and you have that, you know, under your nails pain when they when your hands warm up again. And I could wear gloves, but it's difficult to um, handle uh, handle the rope and, and uh, tie knots and things with uh, gloves on. So I don't. But anyway, all is well. I'm sure it's the same Cape Horns it was 19 years ago when I sailed past it on Amersports 2 with the crew of Amersports 2 uh, in the Volvo Ocean Race. But um, it's, uh, you know, it's something I, I haven't allowed myself to think about it at all until yesterday, really, because um, it's such a huge section and such a huge, such a huge objective in this race. And um you know, until you're quite close to it, until you start actually having to look at the strategy to get to it. Um, well, I just didn't allow myself to think about it at all. Um, and so I'm really looking forward to seeing it, actually. 778 miles to go and counting. Yes, a little yacht rock there, and normally sailing does take you away from all your problems, but sometimes it is your problem when you're doing everything you can to win the best and biggest race on the planet, the America's Cup. We're talking about it again for a second segment here on Sports Byline and American Forces Radio Network. Rick Tittle with you, as always, with my co-host for this segment, Karen Lyle, the Piano Finders. Call-in line is 800-878-PLAY, 800-878-7529. And joining us is our friend Christopher Kane in studio again for another segment. Karen, you alluded to the fact when you were describing the crash of America's magic when it did capsize and the mast went in the water. You said they were doing something to the something, and you would explain more about that later. What was the thing you were alluding to? 
Well, basically, you, you know, the it's a monohull. So, so uh, if it landed on its on its on its bottom, they could have recovered and come out of it. But because it landed on its side, um, it actually started to take on water. And when I saw it lifted out of the um, you know out of the water after they they rescued it and everything, I could see there was a big gaping hole on the side. And so what happened is that um, Terry Hutchinson, who's the captain, was talking about how he, you know, everybody strapped in. And he, and he started to realize that the boat was um, sinking. And then he's trying to get a knife and cut himself out, and then a couple of other sailors started to come and cut him out too. And so the first priority was for every sailor who was who strapped in to, to get out of it so they wouldn't drown. And... Um, and this rescue effort, you know, became a, a huge deal over a period of hours. There were, there were members of the other teams who, who came and helped. There was the Coast Guard, the fire, um, you know, the fire department, the, um, you know, the, the, the rescue boats, the committee boats. And, and when you look at the, the footage, you, you see all these boats surrounding. And the, and the crew, once they were out safely, were trying to save the boat from going to the bottom. And so they were, um, you know, taking the bilge pumps, um, which they bring in from the side to pump the water out at the same time as trying to put um, inflatable, um, you know, put, put, put inflatable things around the, the bow to keep it up. And you know, it, Christopher, too. Oh, sorry. Anyway, Christopher, as you look at pictures top down, it's uh, you talk about how these are new boats. Uh, I don't know if I've ever seen with with all three of the challengers right now. It's basically two rows on each side. It looks like about four or five guys, almost like they're Viking rowers. I didn't even realize <laughs> they were strapped in. I mean, long gone are the days where you're switching sides back and forth. Is this the first time where these guys don't switch sides and they're belted in? Yeah, that that was one of the first. Uh, this is the first time they really done that. And, and to your point, in, in America's Cup boats past, even the the catamarans, he had the crew run from one side to the other when the boat changed direction. And part of the reason they've done this for this is, as we've spoken about this in shows past, that you know what what we would consider the boat hull isn't really what makes the boat go through the water. It's the foils. And that hull is more an aerodynamic surface than it is something that you have to optimize for going through the water. And as a result, you want as little things sticking out um, and blocking the wind and making that that boat hull, and I even put exclamation points around that, uh, more more efficient going through the air. And, of course, having a bunch of guys standing up is 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 blocking the wind. So you want those guys all over. And, yeah, they've, they've optimized uh, the way they generate power for the boats where you can keep those guys at their stations on both sides of the boat. And, and because these boats ride on these foils, they don't lean over the way that traditional boats do. So you don't have to worry about the – the sailors on one side being right up against the water. Um, so, so those combination of effects, yeah, this is the first time we've ever done that. Um, but looking at that rescue effort, I mean, I just want to do a quick shout out to, to the New Zealand syndicate who, um, as often happens when two boats are racing, uh, the other syndicates are on the water watching, trying to, trying to get ideas for where is it fast? Where is it slow? Where are they weak? What are they doing differently? Um, and and you know Prada was was still racing, so their boats didn't get over as, as quickly. But the second uh, they realized they were in trouble, the Kiwis were on station almost immediately. If you look at those pictures of them rescuing, um, trying to save the boat from going down, all those boats with the orange and gray colors on them, those are all New Zealand boats, uh, the Syndicate, and they didn't just send their 
their staff over and their support people, the actual members of the boat, the Kiwi boat, were helping with the rescue. Peter Burling, who's the skipper, was helping get the sails off the boat so they could get that weight away from the boat while they were trying to save it. There's pictures of him actually, you know, helping pull the sails off the American boats. So, you know, as, as much as we like to beat on each other in sailing, um, at the end of the day, we're all we're all humans out in the middle of the ocean in a very vulnerable position. And when things go sideways, it's kind of the rule of the sea. Everybody runs to help, regardless of whether you're racing or not. Yeah, and, and Karen, the one thing that I didn't realize about these boats, too, is that I've watched the video a few times of the... Uh, it, it looked like at one point they have escaped it, and then once they landed, they still tipped over. And I noticed the Italian boat took a much larger turn, a wider turn than the Americans did. Uh, but So slow and steady wins the race, so to speak. But what I didn't realize is that these foils on the side can be lifted up out of the water and then place back in i thought they were rigid attached so is that a new thing the that you can move the foils around so so this started yeah. with the catamarans in in san francisco where they would they would change directions they would drop the foil down on one side and pull it up on the other uh, because the foils are opposite the force of the sails you only need them on one side uh, but that means of course that when you switch directions and the wind's now on the other side you have to drop down the other foil and pull it up so they're doing the same thing on these boats um, where they will they will drop the foil down, execute the turn, and then pull up the other foil when they're done with the turn. And, you know, if you look at, at the American boat during that turn right before, at one point they have both foils in the water because they're, they're executing a maneuver where you go around the mark and then you turn again immediately. So they had both foils down for a long time, and then when they popped up, the, the old foil, if you will, uh, that's when things went sideways very quickly. Um, but yeah, they, 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 that's what those grinders, that's what those guys leaning over are doing. They're on um, these, these pedestals that they grind and they spin the handles. And what that does is that builds up hydraulic pressure in the boat. And then they use that pressure to drop and raise the foils. Literally and, went and, sideways, and that, yes. And Karen, for yes. you, is this something... That is any sort of design flaw, or is it these boats are so new that it's almost like we're finding out as we race what the limits of these craft can be? Um, it's the latter. Um, yeah. You know, I, that's what I would say because basically, the the thing about this race that's different from other races is that the boat keeps changing as the race continues. So everybody's learning. So it's a brand new design. It's where America's Cup. Over the, cent- over the year, century plus, has been something that has led the way in boat design and, and influenced the, the whole industry of building boats. And so, you know, they're, they're pushing the limits. This is the first time this has been, this has been done before. Um, when I was listening to um, Terry's response in, in our press conference, um, basically he said that there was a certain point um, where... Um, where they lost control of the, the rudder. And so that what the rudder is, is it's what causes the, the boat to go in one direction or the other in addition to how the sail is. It's an it's important, important steering factor. And so when the rudder came out of the water, then the boat is flying. It became an airplane. And it, it's a little bit of an airplane anyway to start with. <laughs> and so then it was just how do you land it? And it was the fact that it landed on its side that caused them not to be able to recover. 
And um, Christopher also mentioned that the New Zealand team came, but I have to mention all of the teams came afterwards. So everywhere, all the, the all of the racers, the, everybody was helping in every way they could because, you know, if you invest so much of your life in your whole design team and everything in, in building a boat like this and racing it and learning how to sail it, there is no, there is no sailor on the water who doesn't, who heart, whose heart doesn't go out for a boat that's starting to sink. Yeah. You know, everybody comes to the rescue. So Christopher, let's say you're the New Zealand team, the Emirates team, and you're, you're watching all this. Is, is that sort of, I mean, like we talked before about scouting reports, but, is that something where they look at the American boat and they say, well, we would never do that? Or does that raise an alarm bell where you say, well, ours is the similar. We, we, we have to make sure we don't do that. Well, yeah, I, I agree with Carrot. I think this was more about uh, boat control and the boat itself. I don't think there's inherent, anything inherently wrong in the design of American Magic that caused this to happen. Um, so from that point, but I, but I also think, you know, you learn over time you know, where the edges are on these boats. And the weird thing about these boats is because they are foiling boats, weirdly, they are more stable the faster they go. So you want to be selling these things flat out. But that means you're always selling these things right at the edge. And because these are new boats, sometimes you go over the edge and you don't realize it. So, yes, I think they're definitely going to be looking at these conditions and going, okay, maybe we need to readjust, you know, what we do in certain certain conditions or what we do at certain marks. You know, you the wind behaves differently when you're turning around at the top of the course and the bottom of the course. The boat loads up differently. So maybe that's a maneuver you can pull off at the top of the course, but you probably want to, you know, take that out of the playbook uh, for the bottom of the course. So, yeah, I think absolutely every boat, every team is learning continually. I mean, to think that they've got the, the playbook locked on these boats yet, they, they don't. Um and I don't know if they, if they even will have it fully figured out by the end of the cup. It's a brand new boat. It doesn't look like or perform like any other boat. They're fun when they're going full tilt, but boy, they could they can uh, they can go sideways in a hurry because you've you've got to race these things flat out. It's like they say in football: um, the easiest way to get injured is not to play every play 100. percent And Karen, time for one more question. I know you said that maybe there's a, a chance you can get a green light to go to New Zealand, and I have seen some of the pictures of the uh, racing fans out there. I know at Cal for football, Strawberry Canyon, there's a place called Tightwad Hill where you can kind of look <laughs> in for free. There is a place there that I guess they call the North Head. Yep, It's this uh, grassy little uh, outcropping there that looks down on the, the water. It's a beautiful view of the uh, skyline, too, of uh, Auckland. Um, is that something where you're going to sit on the North Head, or are you going to get some credentials and uh, know, get I'm in the actually, thick of I'm it? actually... I'm actually already credentialed. I've been invited by Prada um, in the accreditation center to be there. And I'm all I'm waiting for is the emergency permission from New Zealand to come into the country. Um, but basically, I would have a, a desk in, in the media center for the media and be there at the press releases and be on the press boat um, on the water. That's fantastic. you got to make that happen. We'll yeah, see. Right? We'll see. You know? <laughs> we'll see. Can you get Chris I, you know? on the boat? Plus, I, I'm sure you got to get that, that swag from uh, from Prada, too, there, Karen. That's not bad, either. <laughs> All right. Great stuff. Yeah. Christopher Kane yeah, uh, in swag, studio. Right? Good to hear from you again. Karen Lyle, as always, salesporttalk.com. Check out the website, the uh, QR code there as well. Lots of pictures and information. Thanks to both of you, and uh, we'll do it again next week. Thanks, Rick. Bye-bye.
All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline as the lines are open. 1-800-878-PLAY. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877 360 4420 877-360-0402. You spent over a decade in the Middle East, and I just wanted to say that I'm a great fan of your work. Well, thank you very much. Don't interrupt me, please. What did I just say? Do you know who I am? 
must be crazy. Use a D-O-G. And if you was my man, I would have been kicked you out of my house by now. This is what had happened. Oh, oh, oh. By the way, coming up in the next segment, we will have Frank Stallone. Hey, hey, hey. They got a new movie out, a documentary. It's called Stallone. Frank, that is. Frank, that is. Huh? This guy, by the way, so many albums. Uh, a, <laughs> a guy who uh, was in the first Rocky, the third Rocky. You remember the first Rocky? They're sitting around the, uh, the trash can, the ubiquitous trash can on fire. And he's doing the old doo-wop. That was Frankie. Hey, oh! But anyway, he's got a little documentary out. We also are going to have, coming up in about 15 minutes, Dr. Kenneth... Moritsugu, the former United States Surgeon General. How about that? Hurt, 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 hurt. Actually, he uh, is a was a Navy officer, so uh, not a Marine Corps officer, but still, this is the thing about when you're in the Navy. The Navy uh, and the Marines, it's the same department. There is no Department of the Marine Corps. They are under the Department of the Navy. They are the Navy's army, if you like. And uh, this is why there's no secretary of the Marine Corps. They're under the secretary of the Navy. There is what they call the CMC, the commandant of the Marine Corps. And he'll tell you there are three mouths in a MAGTAF, mobile air unit in a mobile air ground tactical uh, task force. But all of that will get on the other side. Uh, we'll bring in the uh, Honolulu native Dr. Kenneth Moritsugu, and your calls as well. We would love to hear from you at the toll-free line, 1-800-878-PLAY, 1-800-878-PLAY. It's good times. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Those are all Apple applications as well. So we'll take a quick hard news break, skip that, come on back for two more hours of titillating sports. Radio News with Lance Pride. A deputy with the Sacramento County Sheriff's Office is dead following a car chase Monday night that ended with a shooting outside the Cal Expo racetrack. Another deputy was shot and is recovering at the hospital, and a canine dog was also shot and killed. The officer that was killed is a six-year veteran. Uh, he leaves behind a wife and an infant child. Sheriff Scott Jones goes on to say the incident began with an attempted traffic stop a little after 10 p.m. Pacific on Monday. After crashing his car, he refused to get out. The canine handler then deployed the dog to try to get the driver out of the car. That's when the suspect shot and killed the dog and then began firing on deputies who returned fire. The suspect, a parolee, was shot and killed. 
Former Attorney General William Barr reportedly dismissed President Trump's claims that the 2020 presidential election was stolen. During that meeting in the Oval Office, Barr reportedly told the president that his theories about the election being stolen were BS. USA Radio News. Is your prostate waking you up more often than your alarm clock? The fact is, the older you get, the more likely you'll have prostate problems, which can affect your everyday life. That's where Prostate Complete by Real Health comes in. Prostate Complete is the result of 20 years of experience as a leader in men's health. The powerful formula in Prostate Complete supports natural prostate function and reduced urinary urges for a better quality of life. Available at Walmart. Visit prostateoneperday.com for special offers. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. When I first switched over, because I stopped taking the other supplements I was taking and switched over all the way to Balance of Nature, I really noticed a huge difference. It was amazing. Like better sleep, better attention, better energy. It was just really, really great. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code USA. As Washington, D.C. looks more like a war zone than an inauguration because of what the FBI calls Internet chatter, state capitals should also heed the warning. USA Radio News Dan Naraki reports. The nation's capital is on lockdown as Washington, D.C. prepares for Wednesday's inauguration. But some security experts are warning that state capitals across the country are at more of a risk for violence than the nation's capital. Former FBI Assistant Director Chris Swecker tells Fox News that the state capitals could be the softer targets for those intending on committing violence on Inauguration Day. I'm, I'm more concerned, really, about what's happening in our nation's capital, uh, the, the capitals of the states, mm-hmm. uh, the capital cities. I think those are going to be the softer targets for people who don't want to travel to D.C., understand th- that it's buttoned down. And then that is a hit or miss proposition when it comes to the police departments and whether they're enabled and funded and capable of dealing with that kind of problem. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-215-5141. 800-215-5141. That's 800-215-5141. President-elect Joe Biden, during his campaign, promised he was going to open the borders to the United States. Expecting Biden to honor his commitment, thousands of immigrants in several caravans are making their way to America. USA Radio News Dan Naraki has more. A caravan of migrants from Honduras has been stopped in Guatemala by police and soldiers blocking a rural highway. Several thousand people left Honduras last week, heading for the U.S. southern border, only to be stopped over the weekend. Guatemalan security forces have managed to thin the crowds as some of the migrants have agreed to be transported back to Honduras. Mark Morgan, the acting head of U.S. Customs and Border Protection, says this caravan is a sign of things to come under President-elect Joe Biden's loosening of the country's immigration policy. He tells Fox News that drug and human traffickers were also listening to Biden's campaign promises regarding immigration reform. For over a year, the Biden administration, the campaign, has been very, very clear that they're going to undo everything that President Trump did and basically open the borders. And look, the migrants, the cartels and human smuggling organizations, they listen. 
And so we anticipated this. We predicted exactly what's happened. Thousands and thousands of uh, uh, individuals in a caravan now already broke through uh, the, the uh, Honduran-Guatemalan border, halfway through Guatemala on the way to the United States. We knew this was going to happen. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. The Biden administration released a statement Monday telling the caravan now is not the time. For USA Radio News, I'm Lance Pry. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Hey, 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 thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. The shizzle. We know the entire NFL world came to a screeching halt when we saw Patrick Mahomes go out in that uh, playoff game. And so uh, the league and uh, just about everybody outside of Buffalo has got their fingers crossed that Mahomes will come back. Uh, I've got nothing against Patrick Mahomes. I would like to see the Bills win that game, though. (laughs) Clearly woozy. Um, It's the whole neck thing. Your neck, man. Telling you. Despite what uh, Patrick Mahomes' mom uh, had to say about it, uh, I didn't think it was too filthy. But uh, so you say, well, if Mahomes passed all the concussion tests, what the hell happened to him? Well, he passed all the concussion tests because he didn't have one, obviously. But uh, when you get that uh, pinched nerve uh, in the, the neck, what they, they call tweaking, what that is is called uh, uh, neck compression or a tweak, you get instantly, uh, I want to say delirious, but uh, you don't know where it is. And so the good news is his brain is fine. And um, everyone is saying that uh, he's undergoing tests on his affected nerve and he will get a green light, but they're not out of the woods yet. Not just yet. And so, you know, I think it's interesting too, that call... Andy Reid went for it on fourth down after it looked like they were pretending, even fooling Tony Romo, pretending like they were just trying to get the team to jump off sides. Um, I haven't heard Andy Reid say this, but some people are saying that was Eric Bieniemy's call. If that was, and you want a uh, head coach with cojones, 
And uh, you're trying to, you know, be a modern coach and uh, forget the Rooney rule. We're going to hire a guy, you know, just all that. Eric Bieniemy is your man, <laughs> regardless of his ethnicity, because that is about as gutsy as it gets. All right. We are on American Forces Radio Network. Glad to have you with us. If you're on a military listening all over the world, doing a great job. Stay safe. We have Dr. Kenneth Morotsugu, the United States Navy, coming up, and Frank Stallone. So come on back on Sports Bike. Pros bring something extra to every job. Now at the Home Depot, they also get something extra. Pro Extra, our free loyalty program built for pros just like you. Members earn perks with every dollar spent, like Pro Extra dollars, a tool rental credit, and more. New members get $20 off their next in-store purchase of $200 or more just for signing up. Learn more at homedepot.com slash proextra. New year, more rewards, pro extra, only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. What's in store this week at Staples? Printing you new signs for the times. Get back to business with custom printed signs and sales materials. Staples has hundreds of designs to choose from or just upload your own. And now at Staples, get 25% off custom flyers, brochures, postcards, or labels when you spend $70 or more. Some items printed same day when ordered before 2 p.m. Save big on custom printing at Staples. Ends 227. Exclusions apply. Limit one offer per customer. See store associate or visit staples.com slash custom prints for details. 
Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk, yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check me out coast to coast and around the world on American Forces Radio Network. Speaking of American Forces, we have former Rear Admiral Dr. Kenneth Moritsugu, the former United States Surgeon General during the George W. Bush presidency, and he is here to talk about uh, physical exercise during the pandemic and and what that does for you. Admiral, welcome to the show. We really appreciate it. And uh, I, I have kind of found that during this pandemic, people have gone two ways, and I don't blame them for either way, and that is to be depressed and sit at home and eat a bag of chips and donuts all day or to dedicate themselves to, to fitness. So where are we with those sort of two pendulum swings? Well, uh, uh, first of all, thank you very much, Rick, for inviting me on your show. Uh, and uh, you're, you're right on. Uh, that uh, given the pandemic and uh, all of the social restrictions that we are facing, uh, that has led to more sedentary, less active lifestyle uh, among some individuals. And for others, uh, they've they've become really overly motivated, if that's the word, and they uh, take out uh, their... uh, le- less of uh, uh, of uh, their activities uh, in exercise. So you're right on. Um, and science has shown that uh, individuals who uh, are more active uh, and continue their physical activity uh, are mentally and emotionally much better as well. No doubt. And another thing, if you don't mind, um, when you were born in, in uh, Hawaii, World War II was still going on. And, and your parents and grandparents were American. But we also know what happened out here in the West and in, and in California and other states with the internment camps and, and being what happened at Pearl Harbor. How hard was it for your family, who were just as American as anyone else, to, to deal with? with the the backlash that our Japanese-American citizens unfairly received? Well, th- thank you um, for uh, raising that point. Um, in Hawaii, uh, my family was uh, affected, although not as, uh, as strongly affected as those on the continental United States and particularly on the West Coast. Uh, my dad and uh, my uncles, in fact, were part of the 100th Battalion, 442nd uh, Regimental Con- uh, Combat Team, and uh, actually fought for the United States uh, in Italy and in the Pacific Basin. Yeah, the 442 Regimental Combat Team, they wouldn't, they had to make it an RCT, they wouldn't give it a full, uh, you know, they still were wary about it. I remember that movie with Van Johnson, the, the Butterheads movie, as they, they called it back then, <laughs> but at the... Uh, the USS Hornet, which is dry docked here in Alameda in the Bay Area, they have a full uh, display uh, of the 442, which, by the way, per capita, the highest uh, decorated 
unit in World War II. Um, and uh, so that's amazing that your family served in the 442. Well, uh, and uh, if I can uh, just put a real little plug here into a very little known component of the 442, it was the military intelligence service in which my father was specifically involved, uh, who were translators who were deployed into the Pacific Basin uh, to uh, be translators uh, for the United States uh, and uh, helped uh, uh, communicate with the Japanese uh, um, to encourage them to uh, surrender. That's an amazing, uh, amazing fact. All right. We're, by the way, we're with Dr. Kenneth Moritsugu, former U.S. Surgeon General. We talk about physical health. Um, where are we with the, the mental health? And, and, and you, you think that physical and mental health, they go hand in hand, correct? Oh, I, I think that that's definitely the case. Um, there is science that shows that uh, by, uh, by exercise, by activity, uh, it not only helps the physical uh, aspect of our well-being, but also helps us in terms of our mental health and mental well-being. Uh, I'm a firm believer that, uh, it, that our health is really a component of uh, physical, mental, as well as a spiritual aspect as well. You know, we hear so much about obesity um, in our children, but I saw some very disturbing um, stats especially when it comes to our underserved communities and people uh, of color in the uh, Latin areas. And to hear that African-American adults, that 41% qualify uh, as obese, how do we get the, uh, and obviously they don't have a lot of the, the same opportunities to, to gyms and things like that, but how do we change those uh, disturbing numbers, doctor? Well, um, you know, you use a statistic that addresses uh, those of color, um, and I would like to just um, focus on the fact that in the United States, more than 70% of all adults are considered overweight. And, and in fact, uh, there's a rather humorous uh, uh, comment that I make whenever I'm addressing a large group. I say, well, 70%, that means two out of three people are either overweight or obese. You don't believe me? Uh, look to your left and look to your right. <laughs> and if you don't see a couple of people who are carrying a little bit too much weight, then look down at yourself. Uh, it never ceases to bring uh, a titter of laughter in the audience, but it really is something that is a real take-home. Um, Addressing the question of how we can address people of color um, uh, and, and those uh, who uh, do not necessarily have all of the resources uh, to, uh, to purchase exercise equipment, uh, belong to uh, 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 fitness centers, etc., there, there, there really needs to be a, a, an approach that uh, addresses the fact that not everyone is, can be painted with the same paintbrush. Uh, I always consider that everything is ultimately reducible to a bell-shaped curve. You have the majority who are in the middle. You've got those who are, are, are a little um, more um, uh, uh, 
socially capable uh, and 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 uh, have more resources uh, on the right, and you've got those who uh, may not have as many resources on the left. And uh, while we love to be able to focus on on the center also remember that there are those who are less fortunate, less resourced than, uh, than others are, and that we've got to focus on those as well. Uh, individuals who may not have uh, the resources to join fitness facilities or to own uh, fitness equipment, uh, they, that, that doesn't mean that they can't also engage in, in activity. Uh, simple things like walking uh, in your neighborhood, uh, uh, walking around uh, for at least 30 minutes a day uh, does wonders for uh, physical fitness as well as for mental health. One more question for you, uh, Admiral, and, and that is the, the vaccine to me when I studied it, I'm in awe of it. I can't believe that human beings could create such a thing, but here I was last night talking to my mom, who's kind of scared of it. And it probably didn't help that I called her a hillbilly, but I was trying to get her to understand that this was not going to be putting some sort of pathogen into her. How are we going to get people to not be afraid of a vaccine? I, I think that the approach that we all as a nation need to take is to focus on the science and the evidence rather than on the emotion of, uh, of a strategy. Um, the science and the evidence indicate that uh, the vaccine, uh, which is a real modern miracle, uh, is safe. Uh, I got my vaccine uh, last week, uh, and I'm looking forward to getting uh, my second shot in two weeks myself. Um, it is definitely a safe, vaccine, uh, and we need to communicate the safety based on science and evidence to our general population. Great stuff from the former United States Surgeon General. That's Rear Admiral Dr. Kenneth Moritsugu. Get out there, exercise, even if, it's, as he said, a half-hour walk will do wonders for you, both mentally and physically. Uh, Admiral, thank you so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it, and uh, shout out to the 442. Thank you very much, Rick, and uh, be safe. Thank you. Rick Tittle with you. We'll take a quick break. Come on back. Got some open lines on Sports Byline. Are you paying too much for term life insurance? There's a tremendous price war among the major term life companies. Rates have dropped dramatically in the past few years. For example, a man age 45 non-tobacco user. $1 million of coverage is only $75 per month, level for the next 10 years. Or a man age 50 non-tobacco user can buy a half million dollars of coverage for a monthly premium of only $110. Guaranteed not to change for the next 20 years. That's right, level rates for 20 years. And if you 
you're a smoker, we have great rates for you as well. At the Term Lifeline, we specialize in policies of a half million dollars and above. So if you're looking for new or replacement term life insurance, call right now for a free quote. Rates and availability may vary by state. Sample rate quotes are based on preferred not tobacco underwriting exam required to qualify. 800-807-1981. 800-807-1981. That's 800-807-1981. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Tittle always goes commando. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. And uh, we will have uh, Frank Stallone coming up in the uh, next segment. He's a maniac. Man- no, it's not Frank Stallone. Um, by the way, I just saw a tweet from Rich Voss, the comedian. Uh, the greatest thing Rich Voss ever did was get Bonnie McFarland to uh, marry him. Good job, Rich. But he said, I'm bored. I think it's time for a blocking spree. <laughs> it, uh, my uh, favorite Mark Norman the other day on Twitter said that social media is like your refrigerator. You look in it, you don't see anything you want, but you keep looking and you keep looking and you finally end up consuming something you really don't want. 
And that's kind of true, too. That happened. 1-800-878-PLAY. <clears throat> I was speaking about how uh, excited I was for the uh, Golden State Warriors game last night. And uh, on that note, I did see uh, a little blurb from Sportico, which is interesting. Portico is an entrance. Port meaning door uh, in Latin. <clears throat> but uh, when the Warriors were purchased less than, no, I guess it was 10 years ago. 10 years ago, they went for $450 million. That was the highest ever paid in the history of the NBA. And people said, the Warriors, the Warriors suck. I'm like, yeah, but they, you know, the, the arena in Oakland was refurbished and they sell out even when they stink and it's in the fifth market and they have a guy <clears throat> uh, named Steph Curry there. Uh, but for whatever it was, you just kind of thought as teams go, they're going to keep getting more and more expensive. And not long after that, just a matter of years, we had... Um, the Donald Sterling situation with the Los Angeles Clippers, who still, why they moved from San Diego, I don't know. But, I mean, I do know it was for money, but you just love being second banana in a, t in a city. It's like, you know, with the old AFL, when Minneapolis got awarded an AFL team and the NFL kind of panicked, because they remember at the old American Football Conference when they let in the Cleveland Browns and everybody laughed and then Cleveland won like five championships in a row with Paul Brown. So they said, well, <clears throat> let's just give Minneapolis an NFL team. So that AFL team went to their second choice, which was Oakland. Oakland didn't get one originally. That became the Raiders. Raiders. Greatest team of all time. And then in Dallas, you know, Lamar Hunt, the richest of all the AFL owners, he had the Dallas Texans. And so the NFL said, oh, you think you're getting Dallas? We're putting in an expansion team, and we're called the Cowboys. And do you guys in Dallas, do you want to watch Jim Brown come into town and play, or do you want to watch Dick Hurts from TCU? And so Lamar Hunt had to move his team to Kansas City, and he kept the colors, because remember, their helmets, they were red and white, and their logo was the state of Texas. And so then it became the Kansas City Chiefs. So there's always a little jockeying back and forth. But anyway, the Clippers, when Steve Ballmer from Microsoft bought them, $2 billion. Now we're hearing, if you're an expansion team, you're going to be in that neighborhood. <clears throat> and just about every NBA team is going to get about, what is it, $177 million, something like that. So if you think about, oh my gosh, the Clippers were $2 billion. Well, Sportico says they're now worth $2.63 billion. So $630 million more million they're worth. But the Clippers aren't even in the top five. In fact, they're eighth. If you ask me what one team is worth the most in the NBA, I would have said, without thinking about it, the Lakers. They play in Los Angeles. They have, you know, they're one of the greatest franchises of all time, even though I despise them, I hate them. But I can't deny the facts. They're the Lakers. And the Staples Center, the whole thing. The Lakers are third. So you'd say, well, what team is worth more? And I would have to say, did the Warriors go buy them with their new arena? And they did. 
because the Lakers are third at $5.14 billion, and the Warriors are second at $5.21 billion. So think about an investment of $450 million, and <clears throat> you have now gone up to $5.21 billion. So it's worth more than 10 times what you pay for it. It's a pretty good investment. And we know Joe Lacob pays tens of millions of dollars on luxury tax every year. And then after you hear that, you go, oh, 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 I get it. It's the Knicks, isn't it? And yeah, it is. It's the Knicks. Because you don't really think about the Knicks being the top of anything. And you think about Madison Square Garden there, right across the street from Penn Station and all the traffic that gets in the most famous arena in the world, as you know, Rangers fans like to call it. But it's Manhattan. It's, it's the Knicks. And if you ever wonder about why we talk about teams like the Jets, who were the second worst team in football this year, but we talk about them a lot, it's for that exact reason. It's because it's New York. If that team that they put out there on the hardwood every night in New York, I mean, who do you pay to see? Obi Toppin? If that team was playing in Seattle or Indianapolis or Kansas City, we wouldn't be talking. So what you're saying is really is you can take CCNY or Fordham or St. John's and make them a pro team and they would be one of the top teams just by virtue of being in New York. And that's power, man. That is that is money. Money in the bank. <clears throat> by the way, just to let you know the top ten, Knicks, Warriors, Lakers, top three, as I mentioned. Then four, just go across the East River. You can walk across the Brooklyn Bridge, which I had the pleasure to do. It's It's a thrill. It's such an antiquated thing. First of all, you can't walk across the Bay Bridge, although I've seen a lot of people try it. You can walk now on the new span to Angel Island, but you can't get to San Francisco. You can look at San Francisco, can't get to it. You can walk across the Al Zampa Bridge, which is the new span of the Carquinas Bridge. I think it's funny that Carquinas had two side-by-side cantilever sections going from Contra Costa to Solano County, Crockett to Vallejo. And they tore one down. They said, this isn't structurally sound. And they put in a beautiful new suspension bridge. But they kept the cantilever one on the other side, which was identical. It was a twin. It's like, well, why is this one okay? <laughs> the northbound one. I don't know. You can walk across. Anyway, walk across the Brooklyn Bridge. It's, it's amazing. Yes, the Nets. The Nets are fourth. Then the Celtics at five. Then the Chicago Bulls. Then the Rockets which I would not have figured. Uh, then you get uh, the Clippers, as I mentioned. You get the Dallas Mavericks, Mark Cuban team with, uh, of course, uh, Doncic. And then 10th, very surprised to see Toronto up there. Even though they play in a huge market, the biggest market in their country, they uh, won an NBA championship a uh, year before last, obviously. But uh, Canadian teams are never, ever in the top ten in anything outside of the NHL. So, uh, you know, it would be like the Canadians. 
Les habitants de Canada, les habitants canadiens. So there's your top 10. But so if you look at Joe Lacob 10 years ago, you're going to pay $450 million for a crappy team. And in a decade, he's made 10, more than 10 times what it's worth. It's not a bad investment. Buy one if you can. I'm Rick Tittle, Frank Stallone on the other side, y'all. startup found an angel investor, but now they're asking for a miracle from her development team. Hello, this is Carmen. That's exciting news. I guess we could launch early. It's time to hire. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. The moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Indeed delivers two and a half times more hires than the other branded job sites combined, according to Breezy HR 2019. Visit Indeed.com credit and get a $75 credit for your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com now. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. If you have $10,000 or more and at least two federal student loans and currently not in school, you may qualify for one of these programs. Call now to check your eligibility. Student loan advisors are standing by to help you determine if you qualify for these new programs. They can help you reduce your interest, lower your payment, and even forgive a portion of your student loan debt. Take control of your financial future. Make this free five-minute free call now to Nationwide Student Loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. 800-439-7851. It doesn't really matter. 
I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Ah, uh, I think a lot of dumb stuff. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you. <clears throat> and uh, we'll bring in Frank Stallone when we get him uh, scheduled to be in this segment. Well, one thing we know about these championship games, Buccaneers at Packers, Bills at Chiefs, is it's not going to be uh, a sunny day in Oakland. Uh, no, no, no. Let me just look at the uh, and what this means for you. Uh, <laughs> Buccaneers at Pats, 3 o'clock Eastern, Lambeau Field. And uh, we'll get into all that in a second, but we do have Frank Stallone with us, coast to coast and around the world, on American Forces Radio Network. He's here to talk about a brand new documentary, which is out today on video on demand and digital. It's called Stallone, Frank, that is, from Cinema 83 and Visionary Media Group. Frank, welcome to the show. What's it like to sit down and, and have a documentary of, about yourself? That's got to be kind of surreal, huh? It's extremely surreal. And, uh, you, know, I, I'm, you know, again, I was not the one that was out trying to get a documentary done on myself. Some people, uh, the, the, the two, uh, the director, they approached me. There were just young guys say, Hey, we'd like to do a documentary about you. And I was, my next question was like, why? You know, <laughs> I, I, cause I'd been around so long, like an old battleship. I don't know. So, uh, they went ahead and, you know, and I gave them all the people that I knew that might uh, contribute to, to the project. And, uh, it just went from there. It's, it's taken almost three years or maybe a little more. You know, because it, you know, between COVID and everything, and then, you know, bonded out of England. So basically, this came out of England. You know, I had a lot of people here saying, oh, well, we can do this, we can do this. Never heard from them. So Charlotte uh, from London texted me, I mean, on Instagram, said, hey, you know, we do this stuff. So I said, okay. And uh, they got all it all done for Amazon Prime. It's almost like a dream come true. It's great stuff, and it's one thing to be confident in yourself and know you're talented, but when you s sit there and you see all the people, Arnold Schwarzenegger, so many people, mm -hmm. your friends, Hollywood types, just to, to talk about how you're, as we say in baseball, a five-tool guy, how uh, rewarding yeah. is that for you? <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable, you know, and I, and I miss Danny Aiello because he's the one that said that. I'd never heard that before tell you the truth a five-tool guy and uh you know he was he was fantastic and everyone i thanked them all and they just said wonderful things and uh, i think there's maybe one my ex-guitar player might have said something derogatory but other than that it was uh <laughs> very positive and i was really happy about it and uh you know i wish my mother would have gotten to see it but she passed away in september but uh 
you know, she lived to 99 years old, so she had a good life and she wasn't sick or anything. So that uh, is a good point. Your mom was pretty fascinating too, right? She was a dancer. She she wrestled. She liked astrology. She was um, interesting. Yeah, she huh? did everything. She was into everything. Yeah, she was. Uh, until the day she drove until COVID, so she was driving at ninety eight years old. Wow, Every crazy day. stuff. It's um, not bad because she was never a good driver, so it doesn't matter. Really <laughs> <nice. laughs> yeah. When you were, when you, first of all, would you say you're, because I just assume you're a New York guy, but you're kind of a Philly guy too. Would you say you're both or more one or the other? No, I'm actually, I was raised in Maryland, in Silver Spring, Maryland. Okay. And uh, when my mother got remarried, she married a guy from uh, Philadelphia. She married a guy from Philadelphia, and then I moved to Philadelphia until I somewhat got out of high school. And then from there, I was just a bit of a vagabond going from everywhere, you know. And, uh, and it was, listen, it was a hard life. It was a totally, uh, a gypsy type environment. I mean, I didn't know where sometimes where I was sleeping the next day, but it was in the era like where, Hey man, can I crash at your place? Sure, buddy. So, I mean, I slept on many a floor, many a floor. <laughs> We're speaking yeah. with uh, Frank Stallone, the documentary Stallone, Frank, that is available today, video on demand. When you were a little kid... Mm -hmm. And you'd hear, you know, when the moon hits your eye, you would just yeah. pitch perfect from day one, huh? Yeah, you know, I was pretty lucky. But, you know, what? I mean, when I first saw Elvis on TV when he first came on, I was just mesmerized. I said, this is the coolest cat I've ever seen in my life, and that's where I wanted to be. You know, little before, I mean, Frank Sinatra, you know, listen, you know, in those days, radio was different than it is now. So you would listen to Nat King Cole, Frank Sinatra, you know, Tony Bennett. But also when when Elvis hit hit the hit the deck with, uh, you know, and Jared Lee Lewis, it was a whole different world. I said, this is for me, buddy. And then when the Beatles came out, that was it. That put the nail in the coffin. That was it. Bingo. And so I think about, you know, Rocky and you're by the trash can on fire doing mm -hmm. a little doo-wop. Yeah. Did you did you and your brother know at the time? That not only was that going to win Oscars, but it was going to spin spinoffs and sequels and just be a part of really Americana no. and around the world be so iconic. No, basically, they thought they're going to make their money back in drive-ins. You know, I'm seriously. I mean, they thought, you know, <laughs> it was a nine hundred dollar movie. I mean, you know, and uh, it was a small movie. It had two theater release. Nothing. And what happened from word and mouth when, you know, in those days when the uh, critics saw it, they just fell in love with this little movie. This is the little train that could. This is it. And, and they just loved it because there was nobody really famous in the movie at all, you know. And uh, so they just fell in love with this, this character in this movie. And uh, the rest is history. And then it became, you know, I mean, uh, you know, 10 Academy Awards, which is unheard of. Yeah, unbelievable. And I know you addressed no, I mean, the no one was thinking sequel at all. No. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I know in the documentary you address, you know, having a more famous sibling, and people will say, "Hey, tonight on the marquee, you know, Rocky's brother." We we've oh, seen a yeah. lot of families that have talented siblings. Like I don't think people call Eli Payton's brother anymore. What What do you think that was, and how did you deal with it? 
I think what it was, I know, I, I have no, I, I don't even understand that because, you know, you have, uh, you know, the tennis players, the sisters, you know, you have them, you have the Peytons. And I think I got hammered more than anybody because, remember, when I first came out, uh, it wasn't like I'm the son of someone famous. Usually that is the, the parents are probably past their prime, their careers are over, and then their kid comes out. My brother and I both came out the shoe at the same time. You know, me with my album and my group and hit him with Rocky. And, you know, no one could compete with that. I mean, there was no handbook saying, okay, unknown actor becomes the uh, biggest actor in the world overnight. So there were, I was, you know, I was living in $80 a month apartment. You know, I had a rock band. We were real popular in town. And, and that's how that it was. And we just, uh, it just got out of control. It was just, it was so big. It was such a big machine. And I didn't know enough, you know, I didn't know, I mean, I, like, again, we were local heroes and, and stuff like that, but it was pretty, uh, it was a real, uh, ride. I, I a very eye opening. Well, and the ride is still going. I mean, that's the one thing you come out right around the time of the bicentennial and you, you could have been a one hit wonder or a flash in the pan. What's it like that you've never stopped and been working and successful ever since? I think I think the deal, the deal was this. I, I believe, like I say in the film, I was born to do this. I mean, this is what I was supposed to do. So I really didn't have much uh, what you would call of a, of, a, of a real education. High school. I, I had to go back at twenty three and, and and finish high school, like you know, and uh, so I really had nothing to fall back on. I mean, I had no skills. I mean, I, I liked horses, so I could have ended up like mucking, you know, stalls at a racetrack or something so on top of really loving what i did i had nowhere to go i was committed i had to do it you know and uh, and i had a dream and i just wanted to fulfill it as best i could you know and um, that's what i tried to do in your uh, your household you think about all the talent there and normally they'd say you know what was in the water but i guess to use the the stereotype what was in the marinara in that household I had no idea. My father was a hairdresser. Everyone in my family were either barbers or hairdressers. And uh, there was no, uh, it wasn't like what you call a musical family, where they were playing music all the time. And, you know, we had guests coming over that were great music. None of that. I, I don't know. Uh, supposedly my grandfather, who I only saw twice, played violin. I saw him play violin once, but he was a lawyer. So I don't know how good of a violin he was, a lot violinist he was. So it could come from that side, but definitely didn't come from my mother and my father. Not not a chance. And the one thing we haven't brought up yet is that you actually can box too, can't you? Yes, I did. I did box in the amateurs, and uh, you know when I think about it, it was it was somewhat irresponsible because I had a group. I mean, I could have gotten hit in the throat, and that would have been the end of me as far as uh, a singer or anything like that. So, it was, But I loved it because of the sense, not so much of the challenge, but the thing was I was, you know, I had issues I was dealing with. But, they, it, you know, it, I think it got rid of some stress. I think there was a camaraderie in the boxing gym that's like no other. And it, it's really kind of fantastic, you know. And, uh, and and I'm really thankful for it. I really am because uh, I was just, you know, I was going through panic attacks. I had uh, severe anxiety, and I didn't know what the hell was going on from day to day. So 
getting into that was really great as far as like getting rid of angst and and, and, and finding a camaraderie with the, the fellow boxers. And speaking of that, this last question for you. When you got into the ring with Geraldo Rivera, which probably a lot of people would want to do, I know Geraldo thinks he can box, and you beat him. How how good can Geraldo well, box? Well, that, that became, you know, that was the thing. I was doing the Howard Stern show, and I walked in the office, and Andrew Dice Clay was there. He goes, can you box? I said, yeah, but I haven't done it in 12 years, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, in those days, I smoked cigarettes, and uh, – so they just kept badgering me, said, oh, we can sell out the Nassau Coliseum, blah, 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 blah. And they just kept badgering me. I mean, I mean, Howard wake me up at 7 in the morning. Are you going to fight Geraldo? I said, I don't want to fight anymore. I've, had, I've done my fighting. So I finally agreed to do it. We did it. I busted my hand. My hand was ruined for like six months. And I had to go on tour to England like right after the fight. And the... Uh, it was a big thing, but Geraldo's in my documentary. I mean, I had nothing personal against Geraldo. I actually like him. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and that's he showed up the fight, and, you know, you do what you got to do. But I was pretty injured before that fight with my ribs and stuff like that. But, you know, thank God I came out the victor, you know. Well, one thing about this documentary is it's just it's a lot of fun. And I know a lot of times documentaries can, can be sad. This, this one will put a smile on your face. It's called Stallone. Yeah. Right, that is yeah. available now from Branded Studios. Hey, Frank, congratulations on the film, and uh, thanks for coming on the show, man. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back on Sports Bible. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Attention timeshare owners. This is an urgent consumer alert from the Timeshare Exit Hotline, a national company specializing in helping consumers legally get out of their expensive timeshare contracts. We're offering you a way to legally get rid of your timeshare. So if you're fed up with the maintenance fees that keep on coming and want to learn if you can terminate your timeshare legally and permanently, call today. Even if you've tried before and were unsuccessful in getting rid of your timeshare, call today and see if we can 
can help. We offer a complete 100% unconditional client satisfaction guarantee. Make this completely free call and learn how we can help you legally put an end to your timeshare nightmare once and for all. You have nothing to lose, so call right now to qualify and receive a free consultation. 800-880-7167. 800-880-7167. That's 800-880-7167. Paid for by Airtime Media. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You can't be serious, man. You cannot be serious! Rick Tittle is a majestic stallion. All right. We got another hour coming up and uh, free and clear. Pretty cool to have Frank Stallone on. Still going strong at 70 years old. Uh, anyway, back to the quick weather report brought to you by weather.org. No. Uh, Lambeau Field, a low of 22, a high of 29. Good gosh. How do these people do it? How, how, how? It says snow showers with a 50% chance of snow. Winds south-southeast, 5 to 10 miles per hour. So not super windy. Um, And then it gets downright balmy in Kansas City, Missouri for the game at 640 Eastern time between the Bills and uh, the Chiefs. And for the Bills, this ain't like San Diego or Miami going here. Uh, They're used to it. It's going to be a low of 34 and a high of 45 with a 40% chance of rain. Winds north and northeast. Oh, that's a lot different. 5 to 10 uh, miles per hour. But um, when I think about quarterbacks who can run the ball, I don't know if Josh Allen comes to mind, but that guy is a big SOB. And when he runs, he knocks people over. I think if it's weather like that, you might see him do that just a little bit. I think Buffalo, well, obviously, if Mahomes doesn't play, I'll, I'll favor them. But even if Mahomes does play, they got a fighting chance in this one. All right, we have another hour. Take a quick news break. Come on back. 